0: Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, this is solid gold. It's one of those things that you should be writing all of these down in order to pass them on. Uh, So with that, I'm going to throw it over to Chad. Chad, what do you have written down for these first six?
1: Man, I have so many awesome notes here. Um, what I want to do though today is I'm just going to talk about number six and I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave uh, the other five to you and Tay. Number six really, really got me. And I think the, uh, well, first of all, I love that he said, travel, travel the high road, travel high, travel long. The second mile is totally voluntary. So the first mile is kind of expected, but the second mile is totally voluntary. That's the unexpected. That's what most people don't ever go the second mile. But one thing that he said to me and I wanted to kind of sit on for a little bit is when he said travel light. And I think that's so, so huge. And he talked about climbing a mountain. He says you can't carry a bunch of baggage to the success mountain. So one of the the things I love to do is uh, I live out here in Tennessee, and so we have the Smoky Mountains And, you know, they're they're hills compared to Colorado, but I think the highest peak we have is 6,000 feet. But when you get out there into the Appalachian Trail and the Smoky Mountains, there's some very, very challenging trails. You know, I'm talking real steep trails where you're going up. You know, when we did, I think it was over six miles, it went up 4,200 feet. And so you're going up almost a mile just over the course of six miles. And so a few things about that is I know at one point when I started doing those, uh, the military just teaches you to not worry about the weight and you just put on all of the stuff and you carry enough for like three people. That's not much fun when you're, when you go halfway up the mountain and you take your backpack off and you compare it to your buddies and you're like, do you even have anything in yours? Cause feel mine. Right? You're like, wow. And you start thinking, man, why do I, am I trying to carry all this baggage up the success mountain? And I realized that kind of in parallel, We all have things in our life that I would consider and you would probably consider baggage and baggage to me, when you're climbing a mountain, it's just stuff that's adding to the challenge. That's unnecessary. Like, and so part of this is, and I love that we do this because a lot of this leads to self-reflection, self-awareness, you know, doing a checkup from the neck up, understanding ourselves and what's propelling us forward and what's holding us back. And and so you start learning when you're climbing mountains, you start learning, you could take the, the 10 pound sleeping bag or you can buy the three pound sleeping bag. And you're like, oh, Hey, I'd rather do seven less pounds if I'm gonna climb up a thousand stairs, you know, going up this mountain. And so with the same with it works, right? And here's the other challenge. one time my son, myself, and, and a good friend were on the trail and it was a six miles to get to the top and about halfway, actually it was a, and my nephew, so it was four of us and about halfway, One of the guys said, "I can't go any further," and he had to turn around and go back. And here's what's tough when you're climbing a mountain. My goal was to climb the mountain, but a friend quit halfway, and so there was the temptation then to quit halfway. But how many how many times in our business Joel do we have someone who we're running with them, and it's halfway through the month, and they quit? And the temptation is, "No, man, I'll carry you up the rest of the mountain, or I'll drag you up the rest of the mountain." But if you've ever, never tried doing that, you, it's not, you don't want to try it ever. Just put it that way. So what we have to do is remember, Hey man, I've got these other two people that want to go to the top. So, and my goal is to go to the top. My intention is to go to the top. So let's go to the top. Right. And so in that situation, you know, the guy went back to the car he waited in the car and we went the rest of the three miles to the top and then the six miles back down all in one day. And you know, that's just part of life. So I think the key and what I've learned about mountains is, first of all, when you show up, do whatever it takes, just get to the top, just decide, you know, that word decide. I love that word decide. And someone, I think it was John Addison that said the word decide rhymes with homicide, which is the death to, uh, you know, someone else, right? And then the word suicide, which is the death to yourself. And then the word decide, which is the death to all other options. And that's when you say I'm going to the top or you'll find me dead on the side because I'm not giving up. And what I've learned in this business is that those are the people that ultimately succeed because they have no quit date. You know, you say, How long are you gonna, family will say, How long are you gonna try this? And they say, like Jim Rohn would say, Until, that's the date. I'm gonna do it until, which means you're never, ever, ever relentless, right? Never, ever gonna stop until you get it done. So, where it might take one person straight up the mountain, I mean, I took my dad in his 60s up a mountain and we took more breaks with my dad because he was in his sixties and I've ever taken before, but guess what? He chugged on, he, he made it all the way to the top of that mountain, all the way down on the same day. And, uh, because he just wasn't going to quit he was going to do it or have a heart attack. And I think he almost did. But <laughs> so anyway, I love this one, Joel, cause there's so much, um, with, with, you know, my love for, for climbing mountains and the, the way that it, what it takes, all the same types of things that it takes. And so just understand that, a couple things is you can go to the top if you carry the sixty pound backpack, or you can go to the top if you carry the twenty pound backpack. But uh, if you, I promise you, it's a lot easier to carry the twenty pound one. So let go of some of that stuff, like John was saying. Let go of some of that weight. Understand first of all what weight you're carrying. That's not that's not serving you. It's not serving your team. It's not serving your future. And uh, so I'll just stop there on, on that sixth one, but I think that is so good. Just taking the high road, going the second mile, being committed. And that's just so much wrapped up into that. And that's the one that just went, oh, I love it.
0: Love that, Chad. And the thing that I, I love that you said that I really want to specifically point out before we go to Tay is how you said you can get up the mountain with 60 or 20-pound pack. So – For those of you that are out there that have the 60 pound pack on and you don't know how to get down to the 20 pack, there's hope because you can still get to the top of the mountain with all of that weight. It may just take you a little bit longer, but you can do it either which way. So have faith, persevere, and even with all of the weight and baggage, you can get to the top. That was awesome, Chad. Way to go. So with that, we'll turn it over to Tay, and he's just going to take it and just run from there, and then uh, I'll try and, you know, make something up along the way.
2: Yeah, I'll try to uh, leave you some Joe. I think it was just so much. I think each lesson you can literally dive in and just really just teach it and just uh, really go in depth with it. But I'll just share uh, three things that really stuck out to me. Uh, and it's, um, I feel like I've just – I think all of John's lessons stem back from something that his dad taught him, uh, so I just love the fact that it's just based on the foundation uh, principles and values that he's had uh, and lived out for such a long time. So uh, I think the first thing that he said, and he just always said it, and it's pretty simple: add value to people every single day. And I, I love how he said, "People don't, uh, people won't, uh, f- people will forget what you said or what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel." Uh, and I think that's what, for, for, for me, uh, just hearing Joe, Joe uh, one time, we was kind of, I think he was going through a John Maxwell lesson and, uh, you know, we think about how can we add value to people and you pointed out one thing about the military guys, how they're proud and a lot of the veterans, they wear their hats. Uh, so for me, it was like, that that's true. So one, one thing that I did every time I would see them because they wear it proudly, is I would see it and I would thank them. I would let them know, I noticed you and I thank you for all that you did. And like, they don't forget those moments. So I think a lot of times we uh, kind of compl- complicate how we can add value to people. Uh, and many times it's just noticing people where they are. always give the example. If you go into Walmart or whatever store you go in, there's people who's waiting to greet you at the door. That's your opportunity to uh, notice that person and to add value to them. The same with social media, just uh, whether you're posting simple things every day to lift people up. Uh, I think you just have to take advantage uh, of that. Uh, and then just the second thing that he said that really stuck out to me from his dad was uh, pray without ceasing, uh, have an ongoing conversation with God. And I think that's uh, super important because uh, I love the fact that he gave the example um, of his dad after leaving this meeting with the people who was consistently trying to tap him down. And he heard his dad bring like everything that was troubling his heart to God. And he wasn't bringing it to Uh, God come and strike these people down. He's praying for these people. God bless these people. And I think many times that's what we have to do. Uh, I heard this quote one time uh, and it said, build people up even when they're trying to tear you down. And I think what's that uh, giving you the grace to do is to take the high road. It's teaching you to become a person of value, teach you to become a person who greatly values people so you see things differently. And I think what it also allows you to do is stand out to people. Uh, and many times I think that gives you the opportunity to minister to those people uh, who might not uh, allow you to otherwise and I think the third thing that he said uh, that really stuck out to me was uh, share your faith in a positive way uh, one thing that I've come to realize is you're always leading people somewhere uh, so for me you have to be intentional where, where you're leading them and for me uh, I want to lead people to God and uh, one of the quotes that really uh, probably a couple years ago that I heard and it always stuck with me. So whenever I put something out, I have to be intentional about it because I know I'm putting out a message and the message that I'm putting out is leading people somewhere. And they say, your life, sometimes your life will be the only Bible some people ever read. So for me, like when he says, you want to give people a good picture of God, I understand people are watching you, believers, non-believers, who it, it doesn't matter. People are watching every step that you take. So for me, you want to be intentional. You want to make sure you that you're giving people the best example of God, you show him a God, of, a good God of grace and mercy, all the great things. But at the same time, you're gonna struggle. But at the, at the end of the day, when you do struggle, you have a God that you can go to and you can pray to. So uh, I just love the fact that he talked on a lot of these things that most people want with this platform to share about. Uh, and it's just the last thing that I'll leave you with. And this is just something that I uh, personally, because when you're dealing with people, you have to understand people are flawed. We all are flawed. We all have our shortcomings. Uh, so understand like whatever you don't pray for, you leave the chance. Uh, so if you're going through anything, take opportunity and just pray for that thing. Like if you don't pray for it, then you have to understand like it's gonna continue to go in the direction that you don't want it to go. You have to give God the opportunity to intervene, to give you that different perspective to understand okay, what can I learn from this thing? So uh, I hope this brave impact uh, helped you guys. And I just love the fact that he just shared uh, from a place you can just hear it in his voice uh, that he misses his dad and he greatly values his dad. And I, uh, even though I never met Melvin, just the lessons that he imparted to John, I feel like I have gained a lot from that and I can teach that to other people. And also I can pass that on to my kids as well. So uh, I'm eternally grateful for his dad for just taking the time just to stand out and point his kids in a direction and just give them examples, uh, not just by teaching them, but by being an example as well. So uh, I I love this one. I I can't wait to see the other two uh, videos on this one.
0: So good. The, uh, the one thing that I wrote down right away was the first thing that he said, you are a person of value. If we could just start there and help you understand that you are a person of value, it changes the world in which you live because you start seeing things completely different. Uh, I, I've posted this a couple of times and I know uh, we watched it last time with the <clears throat> Ed Milette video. And he said the biggest lie and poison that is being fed to society today is that you don't have value and that you are not good enough. That is what's being sold. So to start out with the, the statement of you are a person of value is so foundationally important. And I, and I love what you guys both said. you know we, we talk about this quite a bit. The difference between tips and tricks. tips and tricks are great for you know moments in time and you know we know that the tip right now is use TikTok, use host to post, you know those types of things. But these are foundational principles and values. These are things that, as you can tell, are generation transcending. They went from one generation in the 90s to a generation in the 70s. And now John's probably passed those on to his kids who were in their 40s and 50s and his grandkids who were in their 20s. And by sharing it with all of us, these things will transcend time because they don't change. And the one that he started with was add value to people. But he doesn't just say add value to people. He says Every day, make a day better for someone. When you go to bed at night, you should be able to know in your mind someone whose day you made better. Number two, pray without ceasing. Uh, you know, we talk about having quiet times and, and taking time for prayer first thing in the morning. But in all honesty, God's everywhere all the time. So you should be consistently having a conversation without With him throughout the day and that doesn't mean having like formal prayer time like he said it is just casual conversation about how your day is going how you're seeing things how you want him to be involved with it so it's not going through your day and stopping and hitting your knees and praying although sometimes that is required it's going through and having a daily relationship and that's important because it was number two on his list number three was be consistent You know, we talk about consistency and persistency all the time. And what he said is being consistent compounds. So if you want your business to explode, like Chad said, make a decision today to be consistent and it will start to compound. Number four was share your faith in a positive way. That's probably one of the greatest lessons of, Faith sharing and the easiest way to do it because of the fact that you know, there's plenty of people out there doing it absolutely wrong. But I think one of the ways that, you know, Chad and Boté said is live the life that causes people to ask you what's different about you. It says, who do you know that I should know? That's one of John's seven questions that he asks. And I love his dad's answer. Oh, you should know my Jesus. That's, that's a great reply. He also said, be authentic. You don't have to be perfect. Most people strive to be perfect when instead they should just be trying to be authentic. Because when you're authentic, it causes people to gravitate towards you more so than people that are perfect. People would rather know that you care than care how much you know. Number five was stay focused because what you focus on expands. He also said, make sure that you write it down and put it in a place in front of you so that you can constantly see it. Because as you constantly see it, it will constantly start to unfold and expand. And he said, put behind you what you don't want to see and what you want to shrink. And then the final one for today's lesson was travel the high road, which Chad crushed. Uh, So maybe go back and rewind this and listen to Chad say it again because his analogy of going up the mountain was unbelievable. Be kind to those who aren't kind to you and go the extra mile. The final thing that I'll say is the point that he says all the time. There are no two good consecutive days in a leader's life. That's why leadership is not for everybody. So make sure if you're deciding to move into a position of leadership, that you understand that and that you love people. Even though people are crazy. I mean, I've got this book here that just came out that I'm starting to read. It's called help. I work with people by Chad beach. Make sure you go and get it Um, because it expands your mind on what it truly means to help people to be a servant leader. Guys, we're so excited to share the rest of these with you. We're glad you tuned in for today. So check back again and we'll go through the rest of these and we'll see you again soon. Have a good day.